This episode of Eat the Rules is brought to you by You on Fire. You on Fire is the online group coaching program that I run that gives you a step-by-step way of building up your self-worth beyond your appearance. With personalized coaching from me, incredible community support, and lifetime access to the program so that you can get free from body shame and live life on your own terms. Get details on what's included and sign up for the next cycle at summerinandin.com forward slash you on fire. I'd love to have you in that group. This is Eat the Rules, a podcast about body image, self-worth, anti-dieting, and intersectional feminism. I am your host, Summer Inanin, a professionally trained coach specializing in body image, self-worth, and confidence, and the best-selling author of Body Image Remix. If you're ready to break free of societal standards and stop living behind the number on your scale, then you have come to the right place. Welcome to the show. This is episode 237, and I'm joined by my co-teacher in the Body Image Coach Certification Program, Danny. I'm a pound cake Adams. We are together talking about our first time teaching the very first cohort of the Body Image Coach Certification Program. So we talk about what we enjoyed most about teaching professionals, our favorite aspects of the program, as well, we catch up with three of the students who are here to share their experiences doing the certification program. You can find all the links and resources mentioned in this episode at summerinandin.com forward slash 237. You can also learn more about the Body Image Coach Certification Program at bodyimagecoachcertification.com. We're not going to spend much time talking about the program itself today because we did that in a previous episode. If you're interested in learning more, you can go back and listen to episode 221, or you can find that at summerinandin.com forward slash 221. But in this episode, we really wanted to just share our experiences going through this process together for officially for the first time and what we really enjoy about our program and what we think that you'd probably like about it too. So if you're unfamiliar with the Body Image Coach Certification Program, it is a four-month program for professionals. It's for any professional that works with people that may struggle with body image issues. So we've had a nurse do the program, a boudoir photographer, we've had into intuitive eating counselors, a therapist, a naturopathic doctor, educator, personal trainer, yoga teacher. So lots of different professionals have uh, come to do this training with us because they also work with people who struggle with body image. So it's a perfect complement to what you're already doing if you are a professional and you also have people coming to you that struggle with body image concerns. And you can find more information about that at bodyimagecoachcertification.com. And our fall cohort will be starting on September 6th. Applications for close for that on August 25th. Uh, If you miss this cycle, we'll be hopefully doing another one in the new year. So you can check out details for that then. All right, let's get started with the show. Hello, I'm a pound cake. Welcome back. I'm so excited to be chatting with you about our program again. I know. Me too. I'm excited to be on here talking again 
Going around too. <laughs> I know. So we are doing a little bit of a debrief together because we just wrapped up our first cohort of the Body Image Coach Certification Program. We talked on a previous episode more about the program itself and what you learn in it. So if you want to go back and reference that, you can go to episode 221 of, of Eat the Rules, uh, or you can also go to Body Image Coach Certification Program. No, sorry. Body Image Coach Certification. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's the URL? Oh, my God. I'm butchering it. <laughs> Let me make sure I got those Body Image Coaching right. Certification. No, no, no. It's Body Image Coach Certification. Dot com. Uh, okay, <laughs> Body guys. Image Coach Certification. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> I should, I should, I should buy the other URL with the ing, with the coaching so that that redirects because I swear I say it both ways too. Anyways, that will, if you type it into Google, it'll come up because it's the only one out there and we're super excited about it. So in this episode, we're going to be sharing just three of the participants. They're going to talk a little bit about their experience and what they really, what they really enjoyed about the process. But we wanted to just kick off the episode talking a little bit about what we enjoyed about our first. Uh, time co-teaching this together and uh, and doing this training. So I've kind of spoken enough here. Do you want to just talk a little bit about what what it was like for you to train other professionals this time around? You know, um, I think like I'm, I was super excited. This is my first group ever like training other first time ever training like professionals become body image coaches and. It was great. I think everybody was just really engaged. Well, a lot of people were just like, they had a questions. And I think that was the part like that got me. I was like, okay, you, you really into the material. You, you went to practice. Now you're coming back with your questions. This worked, that didn't work. How do we do this? And I appreciated giving people like the small group space outside of the, um, which was our office hours. I loved office hours. Um, I thought it was a space where people can get intimate and get more, maybe two on two help or one on two, however it was, but it was just a, a very smaller intimate setting. We can like dig in ways to help um, specific people with specific issues. And I liked it. Yeah, I think what I um, thought was so cool this time around too was the breadth of different professionals that we had. So we had, you know, like a naturopathic doctor, or therapist, some high school counselors, educators, uh, and some other coaches or eating intuitive eating counselors. Like it was this huge array of of professionals that work with different demographics and different and from different parts of the world. Yes, 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 yes. From different parts of the world. Yeah. Personal trainer. Like there were uh, so many different perspectives and like unique kind of challenges based on the demographic that they work with that I thought was, was so great. Cause if you think about kind of like the impact that that's then going to have on the people that they work with and the, and it's just, it's really cool to think about how they're going to influence so many more people as a result of having these tools and frameworks and skills and, and knowledge and everything else. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. What did you like best about training these other people? Um, well, I'll tell you that my favorite session was self-care. <laughs> when you're training, you're like, oh, I'm supposed to be teaching you how to help other people with self-care. And everyone's like, hey, I'm also working on this too, which is great because, you know, in our, in our uh, certification, we talk about how you need to like assess yourself where you are in life, like understand that you're not perfect. You don't have the perfect body image. You don't have everything 
together and it gives you more empathy for the people that we're helping. So I love that session the most. I think that was like some of my biggest takeaways is that we're all unlearning in this society. And, you know, we're just the people who <laughs> are, are doing the extra work to help people. But we also do internal work, too, which is good. Yeah, I think from a session perspective, my favorite was probably the one that you did on on bias in in coaching and specifically like really looking at the um, social uh, I can never say this word determinants of health and and having us really understand all the different micro variables that you know as someone coming from a place that grew up with with more class privilege and and white privilege like having these knowledge gaps in terms of not even really recognizing that some people don't have access to like a safe neighborhood and that the impact then on their ability to, to engage in health behaviors or receive healthcare. Like, and I just found that to be extremely valuable to be able to then speak to this kind of stuff without, and being able to acknowledge privilege and being able to speak to it from a perspective of uh, like, you know, helping everybody and, and knowing that like it, you know, it's not just about like eating more kale and stuff like that. Like health is really such a bigger conversation that we're we're often missing the mark on and that was really important to me oh yes I, I, yeah I love that session too I think I, I like the fact that I like uh, in that session I bring out like how VPK and, and having a playground um, which is like pre, pre-K for those who are um, listening from other parts of the world it's like um, what youth go to before they go to kindergarten but like how that makes a major impact on on your health and we don't think about those kinds of things when we're talking about health like you said we were like just just stop drinking the soda (laughs) yeah exactly exactly and i think what i really loved about this training as well was the the demonstrations that we that we did with each of the different Mm, frameworks and tools it was so great to have, you know, people bring up their own challenges and, and be able to then work through them using these tools and show how that can be implemented and really put it, show how that can get into, go into practice when you're working with a client. And I just appreciated everyone's willingness to, you know, participate in, in some of those things and, and, you know, be vulnerable within the safe container of our group if they wanted to be. <laughs> it's not mandatory, but I, th- I just think that that's always such a wonderful thing because you see the impact that it can have. Yeah, yeah, that was great too. The demonstrations were pretty good. I'm thinking about the self-care demonstration and how we actually like got to a place. I I really appreciated that one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's so good, right? (laughs) And anything else that you particularly enjoyed about doing this session together? Well, I think that we, you know, after taking almost a year to create this and see how, at least I think, I think a lot of feedback was good too that you know how well we like executed the certification together and even the like the quiz thing you know like I really appreciated us having some type of take-home assignment you don't just listen and practice but there's actually some form of work here not a lot but a lot of it is rooted in like go practice and but I, I like the structure that we created for the course yeah, I do too. And I think we have a good dynamic together, if I do say so yeah. myself. So <laughs> I we like do. your and sense of humor. I mean, you're in Canada and I'm in the States. <laughs> I know. Like the polar opposite ends too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Is there anything that you feel like, I mean, I, I don't like comparing this to other programs because I, I haven't, you know, done similar programs, but is there anything that you feel just in general kind of like, you know, that you really value about this program as a whole that you would feel like you'd want to mention to people? Um, well, I definitely think that like, you won't just get the like, how to, um, well, I just, well, what I'll say is that you will get the bias training, like you mentioned earlier, like how this body positivity or body image is also connected to like a structural issue. Right. And like, how like people want to love themselves. Also the world is like fat phobic and anti-black. And also we live in societies that hate women (laughs) and that is very real. And I think we like dig deep into that. I think uh, folks have become more comfortable in this course. I mean, they can speak for themselves, but at least I received that, you know, if you are a privileged person um, and how do you serve people when you, or work with people when you have the most privilege and they're, they're talking to you about, Hey, you know, I, um, I'm experiencing fat phobia. And I think that folks are like getting the resources here and being able to have those vulnerable conversations that I don't typically think we can have online. Right. Like, cause immediately people go to cancel or you didn't say the right thing. And I think that we create these intimate spaces where people can be vulnerable and say, Hey, I have privilege And I want to help everybody, but how do I do it and also honor my privilege? And those are the tools you get here. Yes, yes. I would 100% agree with that. I think that that's what I found the most valuable is just that willingness for people to, yeah, who maybe have different lived experiences than some of their clients, like to be able to come to it and say, okay, how can I best support a client who comes to me who's experiencing, you know, weight stigma or um, like something, uh, weight discrimination at the doctor's office when I haven't experienced that myself, like what's the best way for me to help them? Or if some, if one of my clients has, is disabled, what's, you know, how can I best kind of implement some of these tools to help them knowing that I don't have that shared lived experience. And I think that like a lot of the teachings that you did help to integrate that. And then also just like, you know, the group discussions around that and sharing of resources and other people who can share their, their different ex- lived experiences or experiences with clients. I would agree. That's, that's what I see as the most valuable thing as well. Yeah, I agree. Amazing. Anything else that we want to say here? I know it's only been like like 11 and a half minutes, but I feel like we have said a lot of what we wanted um, well, to say. Well, they're going to hear a lot of people talk. I, a lot of people, well, we, they're going to hear other folks talk about the course. So I'm going to say a lot of people, but yeah. um, no, I just think that people should definitely take the course and it's just going to be so fruitful for you. Going to learn, you know, all the practical things. You're going to learn the social justice things. And I think that those different frameworks together will help you be a, you know, a great body image coach and help you serve the people that you're working with. Um, and then you'll have us as a resource and also you'll have previous courses because we definitely, uh, previous, um, students, because we have a group chat on Facebook where folks get to communicate, um, and bounce ideas, but however you have to join our program in order to be a part of that private group chat. Yeah, I love all of that stuff. And I think that this program's for anyone who works with, with people who have body image struggles. So you don't specifically have to, you know, work with people around intuitive eating or, 
you know, work with people and your sole focus is body image. Like we've had people do this who, like I said, we had a naturopathic doctor, we've had like a personal trainer, like we've had educators. And so if, you know, you have clients or people coming to you that you work with that also struggle with body image, then this program's definitely for you. So it doesn't have to be your sole focus. This is like something that can be so helpful to whatever you're already doing in whatever space you work in. And it'll help you be, you know, fat positive and really look at things from a social justice perspective. So if you want to learn more, go to bodyimagecoachcertification.com. That will also be in the show notes, or you can Google it, or you can look at any of our profiles on social media. Um, I think we'll probably just wrap it here and go into the interview so you can hear from some of the students who actually did the program this time around. Is there anything else that you want to say before we wrap it up here? Nope. Can't wait to have you all in the class. Yeah. And oh, and where can people find you on social media just before you before we Oh, I'm a pound cake on every social media platform. AMA pound cake. And you're one of my favorite people to follow. So thank you. Same (laughs) back to you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's let's hear some of these interviews. Okay, let's get into some of these interviews. We are going to hear from Carrie, a naturopathic doctor. We are going to hear from Camilla, an intuitive eating counselor, and Patty, a therapist here in Canada. I will let just let those run through for you and I'll be back at the outro. Let's do this. Hi, Carrie. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, no problem, Summer. Yeah, I'm excited for you to talk about your experience in the program. Do you want to tell everyone just a little bit about what you do and how you help people with body image? Sure. I'm a naturopathic doctor over here in Ontario, Canada. So I, gosh, I graduated in 2003. So I've been at it a little while. And um, I started to take on the health at every size intuitive eating approach about 10 or 15 years ago when I saw that things weren't working the way I was taught. And um, so lots around the food side of things and the body image work really came from my own experience. But I hadn't... So we talk about body image because I don't think you can talk about nutrition without talking about body image. But um, it wasn't really organized. It was just a mishmash of stuff that I'd picked up along the way over the years of my own personal work. Yeah. Wow. You were an early adopter in terms of like the anti-diet message that I'm 10 or 15 years ago. A lot of personal experience showing it didn't work. So yeah, that's cool. I didn't realize that. Um, So how, how confident do you feel supporting clients with body, body image now? What's changed for you? What I like is uh, you gave us lots of tools and lots of strategies, some of which I had been using and some I had not, but you sequenced them. Uh, you gave a bit of structure. I mean, part of why I love intuitive eating is because it's a structure, it's a framework. And so within that, I can work with my patients and find the nuances. And now I feel like I have that part with the body image. So I have lots of tools in the toolbox. I have just a better understanding when a patient says this, this is what we're going to bring in. And let's make sure we do this before we do that. So that really gives me a lot more confidence. And like I've already in using the tools and creating worksheets and all the things because they're just they're really useful. Amazing. That's so great. I love hearing that. And and so what did you like best about the training? Uh I mean it was really nice being in a group of other healing professionals and from different walks of life and different backgrounds. And so it was it was nice to just get more peripheral vision. I work with 
very privileged people. Uh, so it was really, really helpful to get the, oh yeah, not everybody has access to all of the things that I have access to and hearing other people's experiences and watching the demos. Um, and pe- they, everyone in the group was so amazingly generous with their experience and their, their process. And that was really that was really amazing. I really, that connection with other people um, and seeing them and listening to their questions and how they were doing it with people, the book suggestions that came from other people. So it was really that group environment that I loved the most. Yes, I totally agree with you. I think that that smaller group format is amazing because I mean, Danny and I don't know it all. We, you know, <laughs> we know a lot of things, but to have other people's perspectives and like very different experiences, like you're a naturopathic doctor, there's therapists, like educators. And so different, pe- different people working with different demographics and things like that. And to have, yeah, all of those, yeah, just, just different perspectives and experiences and then uh, share to, to help each other. It just feels very much like a collaborative thing. And that is one of the things that I value so much about it is just learning from other professionals and having that greater network of people doing similar work to yourself, but just doing it in a different way. Yeah. It's that wisdom and knowledge that we've all been gathering through all of our years and our work um, and our personal experiences. Cause you know, it's, it's personal, right? Yeah. Um, so bringing that and sharing that and yeah, I must've bought another five books. I really have to stop buying books, but just from what people were talking about with different here, read this next stuff. Totally. Totally. What did you like about the demos so much? Just out of curiosity. It was nice to see the languaging and again, the sequencing. Um, it's one thing to sort of I don't know, read the idea of how you're going to go through something, but then actually watching someone go through it and the pausing or the going off script because something came up and and not, I don't know, I'm a visual learner and an experiential, is that a word, learner? Mm -hmm. So to just read how something's done wouldn't have given me the same confidence as watching it being done or experiencing it myself because I volunteered to be demoed on a couple of times and it was... Uh, to really feel what that felt like was, it was invaluable, right? It was just, I knew what it felt like to be in this side of that experience. And that was really, really helpful. Oh, that's so cool to hear. I'm so glad. I'm so glad about that. Thank you. And so what was the one thing that really impacted you the most or that you like really took away or yeah, if you can find one thing. <laughs> yeah, I've been <laughs> been going through and making the worksheets and and sort of just reviewing all of the different like the different slide decks and some of the stuff that we've learned. And I mean, the one about bias was great. Again, just it's one of those things I know they're there, but it's always nice to just in a comfortable environment, dig through those a little bit more. I really liked Danny's self-care one at the end. I found that one, again, just the perspective brought to it and the languaging brought to it. I found I really liked that. It was a different kind of conversation about self-care than I think most of us are used to having about self-care. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And um, you mentioned the bias one, like to me, that was one that Danny taught and knew to me to see as well. And so, yeah, I think the, especially around the like conversations around health and things like that um, and understanding just the very like, you know, micro things that can impact someone's health in a very big way. And, and just things that you don't think about if you've, you know, especially if you've come from like more class privilege or, or other forms of privilege where you just didn't 
experience it. So it's just a complete knowledge gap. And I found that super valuable too. Yeah. And knowing those things can allow me to ask better questions. Yeah. You know, I don't know that I've ever asked a patient about where they live and the kind of neighborhood they live in. Like I, I've, I, I never even thought that that would be a worthwhile question, but suddenly I'm like, Oh, that is a really worthwhile question. Asking them if, did they drive? Do they have a car to get to the grocery store? These are things that I personally have never had to think about. So why would I? Uh, and now I'm asking better questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's so important if you have, you know, like an online platform to be able to like, you know, just have a disclaimer for these nuances or speak to these nuances as well. Like, because, you know, you want to be as inclusive as possible, or at least be able to sort of, you know, take these things into consideration. So um, yeah, I learned so much from that too. That's yeah. why other stuff I took away from it. So would you recommend the certification program to other professionals then? Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, I think, I mean, when we're working, at least from a naturopathic perspective, I mean, our profession is riddled with diet and wellness culture. I mean, we, we are the forefront of delivering much of this wellness culture. So we don't even think about some of the things that are are really important to ask and to consider when we're working with people. Again, they come in and it's in the name of health. And if we ask more questions, we learn so much more about what's really driving them. And we can have a much bigger impact on their overall health and their overall experience and how their children experience life that I, I just think it's really important work that we all do. So yes, that was a long way to say yes. <laughs> well, that's great. I appreciate that. And it's so great to hear how you're integrating it. Cause it's, I mean, you're the first person, you're the first naturopath that's done this. And, um, and so I think that it's, first of all, I think it's incredible that you are a naturopathic doctor kind of doing things a little bit differently, trailblazer and, um, and now incorporating, you know, well, you were incorporating body image work, but doing, doing more of that as well is just fantastic. You're going to have such a great impact. So I thank you so much for sharing all that today. Is there a place where people can find you? Like, do you have, do you want to just talk about where you're, do you have a website or anything like that where people yeah, can find my you? My website is just my name. So Carrie Fullerton, Carrie with two R's and an I, fullerton.com. Uh, and my social media handles are at the Diet Rebellion. Amazing. You know, what's great about that? I almost, I think I almost bought that URL like many, many years ago. <laughs> like that was originally going to be like my thing. And then I don't know why I changed it, but I've always had like my, my podcast was fearless rebel radio. So anyways, it's just funny because <laughs> I think I remember when I followed you, I was like, Oh, that, like, I almost bought that URL. <laughs> well, thank you for leaving it for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's great though. Yeah. I'll link to that for everybody. And I love, I love what you share online as well. So Thank you so much. Thank you. Hello, Camila. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about how you help people, what you do? Yeah, right. Hi, Summer. Well, so I'm an intuitive eating counselor and I work within my own company called Kroppsfred in Sweden. That means body peace. And I actually just recently started it last year when I became a certified intuitive eating counselor. And that is what I do. Uh, but I have, um, I knew this before, but it's also become very clear since coaching people around their eating that you can't really do that successfully without really addressing body image. So that, because um, that's like where we get stuck or like whenever like there is 
fear of like trying new food like it almost always comes down to like what's going to happen with my body when I do this or fear of gaining weight or fear of not losing weight and yeah we kind of like remain stuck unless we address body image there so yeah so that's when when it comes up so and if you think about it like one point in time uh, that's kind of like when it all started like we were small kids and like eating and not thinking much about it and then something happened like we got the message from our culture or parents or whenever whoever and uh yeah we started like fixating on body and food so we kind of need to go back there to to heal the relationship with food yeah totally totally and so how confident did you feel helping people before with with body image concerns when they came up i would say i felt confident like being like a very like a good listener feeling present like um meeting them with empathy like my background is in within social work and counseling and coaching so i felt confident with them like being their partner on their journey but i really felt like i lacked the like how to move from like intellectual understanding of uh, okay like i need to improve my relationship with my body but then how to do that so it almost like became like a should like you should I shouldn't hate myself or I, I should accept my body, but to actually help the client to like, okay, how can we um, move to actually arriving somewhere closer to like body acceptance, how to do that, <laughs> like actually do that. Yeah. Yeah. And so how confident would you say you feel now with, with helping clients around body image? And I know you just finished, so maybe you have not a ton of practice, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, a lot more confident, a lot more. Um, I felt like the course was so, do you say comprehensive? Like it was so, it was so rich. So I still feel like, oh gosh, I need to, I want to go back and like redo the, watch the recordings again and like go through everything again. Cause it was like a lot to um, take in and digest and really like put to practice but I do feel a lot more confident and and there are two things like one thing that makes me feel confident is this like framework that I feel like there is I feel like I have something to hold on to like okay we could start somewhere around here and we'll move towards this end <laughs> and that there are like so many different tools that you guys you and Amma Pumpcake gave us like uh, so you could like address body image from so many different what do you say like point of views and entry points yeah mm -hmm. yeah so, yeah a lot more and I feel like I know like kind of what to listen for like I hear they say something and it goes like ah there goes a little bell and I'm like oh yeah that's when uh Summer and Danny spoke about this and so I yeah I feel a lot more confident and secure Fantastic. I love hearing that. That's so good to hear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and what did yeah, you like? It feels, it feels good to, to, to feel that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm so pleased to hear that. Yeah. And I love that you just said that you have, you feel like you have like, you know, different, all these different entry points to sort of um, approach things. That's great. And so uh, what did you, what did you, what did you, what did you like best about the training? I, there's so many things, but I, I love actually the very small group format that there was really, the, I really had the feeling that there was a space and a safe space to, to, for me to ask questions and also like vulnerable questions that could be like around my own body image and um, experiences that I've had. Uh, so the small group format and getting to hear uh, other professionals' experiences and, and things. And the, 
I love the demos, like the demos when they, when you and Danny like actually um, showed how you would coach around something because that's just how I learn the best and um, actually see, see it in front of me. Yeah, totally. Totally. That's great. Yeah. And I must say, I also really love that, that you have this um, lens of uh, social justice and intersectionalism because yeah, that felt really that felt really important to me when also choosing to do to do your course. Course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I I agree with that a hundred percent. And I think that yeah, Danny's content was like amazing around all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So important. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What's the one thing that you feel impacted you most about the class, or like a thing that you feel like this is one thing I really took away or from it? Mm-hmm. If I have to choose one. Um, which is hard. First of all, I do, I do want to say like that you give so many different tools and so many different perspectives. I think that is actually what impacted me most because that also helped me understand how complex this thing is around body image. It's not just like one tool that will help you heal your relationship with your body. And I also think of it like, okay, why do I, I want to give my daughter or young people, I, f- I look at it as like this toolbox that we were given, like if young kids could have this or young people could have this toolbox, that would be such a great like vaccine towards not ending. Like this is what we need to know and learn to, to not get caught up in the, in the struggle. Uh, so actually the whole, the whole thing is what impacted me most. And if I were to choose like one tool or one entry point, it would be the inner critic. Mm-hmm. because it doesn't really, if we cannot like, if we cannot different ourselves from that voice or those different voices of like diet culture and whatever, like, like capitalism or what, like the, the, I don't know, the, the, the person who bullied you or who, whatever, if we can't like differentiate and like, that was, that's something that's a thought. It's a, it's a part of me saying that it's not the truth. And it's like really, really hard to dissect and really hard to like work with your beliefs if you're, if you think it's you. So having, so, and that's, I think that, that module working with the inner critic really um, made that very clear that you could have this healthy relationship, like a relationship, but also distance to your inner critic. And I also love that you teach it from a very like compassionate, like some schools say like argue with your, like speak up against your inner critic or like put it in the closet or, but I never found those um, recommendations really work. Like keeping your inner critic in the closet takes a tremendous amount of energy. Yeah. <laughs> so this, this approach is more like, okay, I hear you. I don't agree with you, but I can also listen to my inner critic from a place of compassion. It's like, I really hear that you, you want to have my back, you want to support me, or you want to keep me safe. Uh, it's not really working, but thank you. Like, I, it's a very soft and empathic way to, to work with it. So that's one, my, one, my, my one, if I have to choose one. <laughs> well, I appreciate you sharing that. That's great. I mean, I feel like that is one of the ones that a lot of people walk away from feeling like, wow, this is really game changing for me and for my clients. So yeah, yeah. it is because it also, it doesn't just, uh, it's not just um, uh, useful when it comes to body image or mm-hmm. fat phobia or weight stigma. It's like you could use it in any area of your life when something runs angry within your head. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
but we all know what that's like. <laughs> yeah. So the last thing I wanted to ask you is just, you know, what would be your advice to other people, other professionals listening? Like, would you, would you recommend this to them? I would totally, I would totally for anyone, I would say like working with people, uh, maybe around their eating or uh, self-esteem or uh, maybe like youth, like if you work with young people and want to give them like tools, like I said, to, to have some kind of like resilience and vaccine towards society's crazy demands of how you should look. So I could see many different professionals could like really gain a lot from this training. So yes, I would totally, I would totally recommend it. That's uh, we're also very generous about like with the handouts and like, like the, since I, the, the material, material is so rich. And I love that I have this folder now on computer with all those slides and all those PDFs <laughs> that I can go back to and practice again. And I felt you were really generous with all that content. Yeah. Amazing. I appreciate, I appreciate you being here. Um, do you want to tell people like where they can follow you or find you? Yes, I would love to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my, um, my, they can find me on Instagram uh, on, okay. I'm going to try to spell this for you. Like K R O P P S F R E D. <laughs> it means body piece in Swedish. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so my Instagram is in Swedish. So, uh, and I don't really know how that, how to, how to translate works, but uh, well, I'd be happy to. I'd be happy if you gave it a try. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just love it. I mean, you're representing, you know, a country that I think doesn't have a ton of, of representation in this. In no, this I think like today we're like, I think we're like two intuitive eating counselors in Sweden. There are a few more like Norway, um, Denmark, Finland. So, so yeah, I feel eager to be one of the ones spreading this, this work and a weight neutral perspective in this part of the world because it's, needs to be here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that so much. And I appreciate you being here. I'll, I'll link to your Instagram and in the, in the, oh, um, thank you. wherever thank this you. is being shared as well. Thank, but you. thank you so much, Camila. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Patty. Thank you so much for being here. Summer. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Do you want to tell everyone just a little bit about what you do, how you help people with body image? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I am in Western Canada and I am a social worker by by trade. And I also um, have some background in, in health education and eating disorders. And ways that I help people with body images always start with those real foundational things that we know so well in terms of, um, you know, like helping people clean up their social media exposing themselves to body diversity, getting rules of those, getting rid of these, you know, tools of diet culture and stuff based on what they already know and respecting their kind of body autonomy and where they're at. I'd like to start with that. And then I think a big thing in, in helping my clients kind of know where we want to go next is um, exploring where they might be pushing the pause button on their lives. And what I mean by that is that kind of thinking like if then, you know, so if, when I can lose weight, then I can start dating or apply for that job or travel or get new pictures taken or, or this sort of thinking. And, and, and we know that that sort of thinking is really rooted in that like all or nothing or kind of that clean slate thinking. And I think 
a big part of that then is is identifying these stories that people have created for themselves and um, and really exploring that, you know, what they're telling themselves about it, all the content of it. And this fits really well with like my main orientation that I use is called acceptance and commitment therapy. And um, yeah, that's really based in mindfulness and self-compassion and essentially these tenets of being present, opening up and doing what matters. And I thought the program really fit so nicely with that, you know, like just these sort of getting anchored in the present moment. You know, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? What am I telling myself when we talked about core beliefs and internal dialogue and the sort of opening up and allowing, uh, allowing these stories to be there, but then trying to connect to our values, what's important to us. And a really nice skill that I um, love to introduce all my clients to in the beginning, it's called dropping anchor and it fits with all those tenants. And essentially it's, you know, dropping this virtual anchor to, to steady the ship. And, and when we do that, you know, when we steady a ship, when, when there's a storm, it doesn't change the storm. It doesn't calm the waves or make the clouds go away or, or change anything that way, but it steadies the ship to kind of take stock, be aware and connect to what's important in that moment. So when we can drop our own anchor, um, we can acknowledge these stories that are coming up, come back to our body with just some sort of interoceptive awareness, you know, what's going on and, and put your feet on the ground or your butt in the chair and, and then engaging in that moment with something like what's one small thing I can do next here that would move me towards, you know, my values or, or an act, we say uh, a rich and meaningful life, which I think is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. It seems like a big statement, but it, I think it's true. Yeah. And even further with that diffuse, I mean, what that's called is diffusion and that feels really nice again with some strategies in the certification around, um, you know, turning down the volume on things, letting it be there without trying to get rid of it because we can't unlearn things. We can't, I mean, you know what it's, if you get a song stuck in your head. <laughs> yes. That's a good know, way of thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, you know, and, and distracting only goes so far as well. So it's like that, that really working on that acceptance and, um, yeah, I think that those are some things I really like to start with and just kind of talking to that, you know, the inner critic or that inner dialogue. Thanks, brain, for reminding me that, you know, I can't get my photos taken until I change my weight or my shape or appearance. I know that story. Gotcha. <laughs> And then, you know, turning towards what's important. So, yeah. So obviously, I mean, you have a pretty extensive training and background in terms of helping people in like a, a therapeutic setting. And so I'm curious to know, like with having taken the certification course, like how did that help you or how, how did, how do you feel more confident helping people now around body image? Like what, what did it sort of give you given your, the expert, the amazing expertise that you already have? Oh, thanks. I mean, really, I, I do feel more confident. And, and I think there's two reasons for that. Like, I think the program gave me some new resources and tools and um, reminded me of some things that perhaps, you know, sometimes we get comfortable and we, we forget some things. So that was really great. But as well, it gave me validation that the work I've been doing for 10 or more years really is the stuff that's important, right? It's, it's realistic. It's sustainable. As you know, a lot of the reason there's not still, there's not still a lot of great stuff out there that's rooted in, in body neutrality and, and weight science. Um, 
you know, early resources were based in toxic positivity or, or worse, you know, like loving yourself slim or mm-hmm. if you let go of trauma, the way to, you know, this, this sort of stuff. And so I really had to dig deep and find things. And so I think it's really been validating, you know, seeing what you use and, and what Danny uses and, and some of the other uh, people and participants in the program. That's been really great. So basing, um, knowing this evidence-based stuff, you know, identifying core beliefs that fuel our internal dialogue, what hooks us, and um, making these values-based choices. So I think that it's really helped with my confidence. Yeah, that's great. I'm so I'm so happy to hear that. And um, what did you like best about the training? Well, a few things. I it was very cool that there were participants from around the world, like um, a few of us in Canada, a few people in the U.S., and then Sweden and Barcelona. Is that right? Yeah, Spain. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it was Barcelona. I know it was Spain, but I believe near the beach, so I think it was Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somewhere warmer than here, definitely. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> And that, that was really, that was really neat, you know, like um, interesting to hear their views, the work they're doing in, in body image distress, present how it presents the same, how it presents differently across culture. So that was great. And um, I really like that the program was presented by both you and Danny bringing together your backgrounds and your experience and your knowledge and, and um evidence-based practice as well as practice-based evidence and really um, rounding that out. So yeah, there's a few things that were, that were really great. Mm -hmm. If you could think of one thing, like one thing that impacted you most about the class or something that you didn't know before, what would that one thing be? Well, I think it's definitely gaining a better understanding of the roots of anti-fatness as anti-blackness. The many layers of how black bodies were systematically dehumanized in order to justify and alleviate really the consciousness of, of those who enslaved them. And I started to inform myself a few years ago. I read Sabrina String's book, uh, Fearing the Black Body. And, um, and I think completing this certification and, and this knowledge, a lot of it's just really come together because it was, wasn't always easy to sort of make these connections. Okay. And so, well, what does that mean for us now when we're having these self-deprecating thoughts or feelings that we don't measure up or that we, you know, we're not worthy unless um, something changes. And Sabrina Strings talks about race acting as a, a double agent and, you know, what I think she's talking about here is that racism serves certainly to discipline um, people of, of, you know, black bodies and brown bodies, but also to discipline white people. And so this is really important to me to um, to learn more about this, to discuss this with my clients as a social justice issue, as as body autonomy issues. And um you know, we often think that these efforts we engage in with dieting and exercising and changing and manipulating our, our weight, our shape, our appearance is, is within our control. And what we've come to know from weight science, it's not possible, but as well, really what the real drivers are that the sort of hustling for worthiness, as we know, is is really um, manipulating this, you know, ourselves via weight, shape and appearance really is deeply rooted in racism. And so I think that's some um, stuff that really impacted me the most. Yeah, I would agree with that, too. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing that. And so would you recommend this program to other professionals? Yeah, I absolutely would recommend it to other professionals that 
if you're looking to just have a, a deeper understanding of um, of body image distress, how it can present in in people for different reasons, right? And 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 um, kind of the roots of that to gain really realistic and sustainable skills and tools that you can integrate into your practice, which I thought was great, you know, just sort of weave it into what you know and, and build on what you know. So I, yeah, I would recommend it to others. Yeah. Thank you so much for that, Patty. And do you have like a website or, or social media presence or somewhere where like people can find you? Yeah, definitely. People can find me on Instagram at Embody Counseling and Coaching. And my website is embodytherapygroup.com. Oh, fantastic. That's so good to know. Thank you so much for being here, Patty. I really appreciate you sharing that. It was such a pleasure to have you in the group. You um, you have so much wisdom that you offered and it was just great having you in this cohort. Absolutely. Thank you. Take care. Okay, that wraps up this episode. Thank you so much for being here. You can learn more about the Body Image Coach Certification Program by going to bodyimagecoachcertification.com where you can find any of the links and resources mentioned in this episode at summerinandand.com forward slash 237. Thank you so much for being here this week. We'll be back with more body image related episodes in the next week or two. I think, I think there's a week hiatus between this episode and the next one. So we'll talk to you soon. Rock on. I'm Summer Inanen, and I want to thank you for listening today. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Summer Inanen. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts, search Eat the Rules, and subscribe, rate, and review this show. I would be so grateful. Until next time, rock on.